I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh, g'day, everybody, and welcome to All Talk with Jason, Mike, and it's very nice to have your company. Wherever you are in the world, and as always, we really appreciate you taking the time to listen to the both of us crapping on at length. And, Mike, it's good to see you, Matt. I, I feel like I've only just I've seen you five minutes ago. Yeah, it does feel a little bit like that, doesn't it, mate? I mean, we're at the end of a, uh, a, a particularly long couple of weeks, and, um, you know... Neither of us are filled with a particular amount of energy at this time. We've both just had, uh, you know, a, a Red Bull each to try yeah. and get us through. Which I know, because I'll just give people a general approximation of the time. I think it's, what is it, about 6.30 at night? It's uh, seven oh, six, minutes to seven. Oh, is it that late, Yeah, is it? it is, yeah. Um, because I know as soon as you bought me that Red Bull, I thought to myself, I'm going to pay the price for that at 2 o'clock tomorrow morning. Yeah, that's right. And I, I feel exactly the same way. But I thought to myself, the only way we're going to get through this podcast is if we get sort of a faux kind of an energy boost. Yeah. And it's not even really an energy boost, is it? I don't feel any better now. No, I I'm feel... talking faster. Yes. There's no doubt about that, but yes. I don't feel any better. I'm feeling slightly nauseous, if yes. I'm being honest sure. with you, and I've got, I've got a sort of weird mm. shake going on. Without a doubt. Uh, you did go back-to-back on the darts, though. Yeah, I did. I, I did go back-to-back on the darts because I just felt the need to really push through this moment in time. Yes. Um, but, but, but it's more that the Red Bull has given me – a really anxious edge without any energy. Yeah, totally right. But, now, that, but that can often work in a podcast, don't get me wrong. Well, I mean, all we have to do is just keep on talking, and the only thing that really matters is that we fill this half an hour. And this might not be the best the best podcast that we ever do. Or it could be. It might be. Um, but I think, you know, I don't think we need to go into too much detail, but I think at least we could potentially announce a project that we've got. Yes, I think so. Um, well, we've got to start talking about it at some point. Yeah, don't I don't think we tell people what it is, but I no. think I think well why don't why don't you take the lead? Well, yeah. I well by giving me that kind of run up <laughs> to it, I'm not sure exactly what I can say is the issue well, that I have with that. Yeah, well what we've been doing is for the last couple of weeks, Jace, um we I mean, have, I know what I've, we've been doing. Without a doubt. We've yes. reached the culmination of about 12 to 40 months work. Yes. Uh, where you and I have been uh, developing a television show. Indeed. And uh, we've been shooting it for the last two weeks. And, uh, you know, it's been pretty intense. Yeah, mate. Uh, and we're both pretty fucked. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty fair to say that we're both pretty fucked, and we've literally just come from the set now. And uh, I, I will tell you, it's been 10 days of filming. We did have a day off. Uh, but it wasn't really oh, we did too. in yeah. between. But yeah. it wasn't really a day off, given that we had a lot of things to learn in that day off. And to be completely fair, and you've been very generous, and I appreciate it, you mm. have got about 98% of the lines to learn in the show. And, sure. Um, you know, you are the lead in the show. Yeah. And so as a result of that, you are going to be doing a lot more talking. But there is a lot of talking for you to do. Yeah, oh, there the is show. a fair amount of talking. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and to the point where. You know, you're wandering around on set, and and if I could be so kind, you look like a lunatic. Yeah. Because when you're not 
filming, when you're not in front of the camera, you're wandering around muttering to yourself yes. as you learn the rest of the lines for that day, the rest of the week, and the oncoming weeks. Yeah. Um, so that's sort of what you're known as, a sort of old man loopy. Yeah, well, that's um, understandable. Well, look, I'll be honest with you, mate. Uh, for the last 10 days, um, my life hasn't existed in any normal fashion. And it's reached the point, actually, where on a number of occasions, my wife has said to me, Jason, Jason, Jason. And I go, oh, God, I'm sorry, darling, what's wrong? What's going on? And she said, nothing. I was just talking to you, yeah. and you completely zoned out, and you're sitting there muttering to yourself. <laughs> um, I, I, I am. I'm, I'm turning into one of those mad old men that's just going to wander around the rest home muttering to himself. Hopefully not like my granddad trying to shag everyone. No. Old Brum. No. I'll just be that. I'll be the one in the dressing gown and the slippers muttering to himself. And I guarantee you I'll be muttering these goddamn lines that are in my head right now, Mike. Yeah, well, the, there is a fair few of them to get through. But to be fair, it's been uh, it's it's been bloody fun. Yes. I, you, know, I, you know, and to be fair, it's funny, isn't it, with uh, – and we've got actually got a, an acting question coming up. But, you know, you sort of have these dreams, and you more so. You spent so much, you know, you were getting acting and drama awards at high school, and, you know, you've been through it for 30 years. But that was the only it. awards I got was at high school. Can I just point that out? Well, I haven't been, had any professional. No. Oh, actually, I have. Yeah. Chapman Tripp and stuff. See, there you go. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. pretty good. So you've been doing it for, you know, 30 years. Billy T. James Award. Oh, that's a goodie. Yeah, yeah. That's a goodie. But I had to split it with Radar, to Radar and Brendan Lovegrove, Sugar and Spice. They just wanted to get rid of all three of us because we were of a generation. They went, oh, Jesus, let's just give it to all three of them and that way we can be done with them. You would have been the only comedians that existed at that time outside of Mike King, I would have imagined. I think it was pretty much the case. <laughs> Actually, the it was just the three of us. Yeah, and it's um, – well, you know, this is a typical example here. I've, I've completely lost my train of thought and, mm. and I'm not even going to bother trying to get back onto it. The yeah. upshot is we've got a TV show we're very excited about it it's been going really well but it is hard yards that's what i was saying you sort of dream about getting your own show and then when you get one you think ah, oh, fucking hell this is a lot of work yeah no yeah you sort of wonder why are we doing this yeah you know what i mean you ask yourself that question yeah well you? you and i were standing next to each other crew call on the first day and uh, we sort of both looked at each other and we thought I'm just happy it got to this stage. We'll just, we'll just, <laughs> yeah. we'll just leave it at this. Can we call it now? <laughs> yeah. Um, is it done? Is it finished? Yeah. Is it over yet? It can only get worse from here. Indeed. Uh, but no, it's been it's been bloody good, and uh, that's going to be out on your tally, uh, sort of midway in this year. All things all things are going well. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds good, mate. Yeah. Hey, well, listen. Well, you didn't always, sound like you believe that. Well, what? I'm not sure what <laughs> I believe anymore. Hey, but listen, this is a fantastic question, and. It's a bit of relationship uh, advice that we're being asked about here with Jason Mike. I think she's cheating on me. It's relationship advice with Jace and Mike. Do you want to read that, mate? You know what I'm going to do, man, because you've had so many lines yeah, to learn. Please. I'm gonna, I'm I was gonna, just going to say that. You sit back, mate. Finish okay. your Red Bull. G'day, sickos. I have a workplace predicament that I could really use your unwavering expertise on. My boss's boss, my big boss, grand hates, boss. well, I'm going to call it big because grand is weird. Okay. My big boss hates my boss, normal boss, and constantly gossips to me. I usually try to stay neutral by nodding my head and saying, oh, really? Or, no way. Mm. He often says lame catchphrases like, there's a new cowboy in the building, which 
I don't even know what that means. No. Sometimes when I hear Big Boss coming, I hide in the bathroom or pretend to be on a business call to avoid him. It has gotten so bad that Big Boss wants to hold a meeting with Normal Boss and wants me to say why Normal Boss is bad. Please note, I had nothing against Big Boss or Normal Boss before this. Both are not able to fire each other and both have the ability to ruin my career. How can I get out of this situation? Thank you in advance. Most sincerely, Nick from the Instagram, or over the Instagram, as we usually say. Yeah. What a hell of a question that is, Mike. It is a goodie. Um, and I'm really glad I smashed that red bull now <laughs> just to get my neurons firing in my head because, my God, that's a complicated scenario, isn't it? It is. And, and it sounds to me like um, Nick's been put in a real predicament here. Um, and there's nothing worse, is there, in the workplace than being like the sounding board sure. for people to bleat and moan to you because, you know, you're that guy. That's right. You know, it's like when I was – you know, growing up as a teenager and, and girls would come up to me and, talk, and bleep, <laughs> you know, and complain about their boyfriends yeah. to me. So I know where Nick's coming from with this. Yes. You know what I mean? And you become you become this sort of absorbent sponge of everyone's um, negative energy because yeah. they go, oh, there's Mike. I'm going to go and bitch and moan about Steve. And, um, you know, and poor old Mike has to sit there and just take it. And, and there's a real power structure and struggle going on here because – of course, Mike can't say to his boss, oh, go fuck yourself and piss off while you're doing it. That's right. Because, of course, it's the boss who's talking to him and complaining. So it is a real dilemma, and I absolutely feel for you, Nick. Yeah, and I agree with that as well. And it's a particularly a tough situation when the big boss is saying to you, hey, let's have a meeting, and you can tell the normal boss why you think he sucks, which is an odd way to go about things. You think that they just do it. Uh, between themselves, he's sort of been used as a puppet um, to do the the big boss's bidding. Yeah, the well, can the I dirty work. the dirty work yeah. of the big boss? Yeah. So what the big boss is actually doing in this scenario is he's saying to Nick, "I want you to be the conduit through which my negative feelings and thoughts yeah. are expressed to medium boss, yeah, or normal normal boss." boss. As and I think. That is, I would go to HR immediately for a start. Yeah. And say, look, Big Boss is making me the conduit uh, of negativity to uh, to normal boss, and I'm not comfortable with that situation at all. No, that's right. And then the question is, you know, oh, well, you know, this could he, – he could be a builder. So is there an HR department, you know? It's yeah, good, true, this good could, point. This could be a very small team where you've I, got – I just get the vibe I, – I, I just get an office kind of vibe about this one. I don't know why, but you could be exactly right. Do you know where it's come from, that office vibe? What's it's, that? It's from the catchphrase, there's a new cowboy in the building. Yes, that'll be it. Yeah, that's where it sort of feels like it's coming from. So it is a tough situation you got yourself into there, Nick, because what you should have done is you should have nipped it in the bud. As soon as he started bitching to you um, about somebody else having a little gossip – um, you should have just put your hands up and said, look, mate, I'm not comfortable with this kind of chat. Yes. I feel that if you've got an issue with normal boss, um, you should be addressing this with him directly because this is starting to um, be negative and it's weighing on my mental health. Uh, and I'll be completely honest with you, I'm about to go off the fucking rails. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yes. I could march through that door with a shoddy if you just don't keep <laughs> this negativity to yourself. Yeah. Oh, look, I think that's a, a really fair point, uh, Mike. In those sort of but it, but it's often difficult in those scenarios, isn't it? Sometimes because 
I guess Nick's obviously quite a nice guy. That's the vibe I'm getting. Yeah. And so Nick, you know, Big Boss would have come to him and Nick would have been going, okay, he's getting something off his chest. Yeah. All right, I'll hear him out yeah. and fair enough. And of course, Big Boss interprets what Nick does as, oh, okay, he's going to be the conduit for me through That's which right. I can express my negative feelings. And now Nick sort of dug a hole for himself because he, as, as you said, he didn't nip it in the bud from the very get-go. And now he's having to listen to Big Boss uh, crap on about Normal Boss. That's right. Right, Big Boss has seen the neutrality um, as an encouragement of sorts. Yes. You know, when somebody's telling you, oh, God, he is normal, Boss. God, he's a fuckwit. And you go, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, oh. You won't believe what normal Boss did. Um, he left the uh, milk out on the counter in the kitchen when he made a cup of tea. Oh, not no again. Way. Yeah, no way. Oh, no, really? Oh. No way. So it is a kind of an encouragement. I'm actually getting the vibe the more I read this. Actually, you sound like a real stirring piece of shit. Mate. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm actually, now that I've reread it again, uh, I'm getting the vibe that Nick's actually fueling this whole problem. Yeah. In fact, I'd go so far as to say, I would suggest that Nick has actually got it in for normal boss and is using big boss as the conduit to get to normal boss. That's right. This has got a real three-way sort of a vibe about it. A um, What's the uh, menage a trois? A menage a trois. Um, what do you call it when there's sort of that, um, you know, that circle of lovers going on? They're playing each other off against each other, and it, it's it's just not healthy. Yeah. It's not going to end well. So, you know, Nick, you have to take a hard look at yourself, mate, and the way you're acting in the workplace. Um, you know, these guys have, have gone out on a limb and hired you, and now here you are, oh, really, or no way. What, no you know? way. Did he, the bastard. Oh, yeah. God. You see, what I'm, what I'm reading here, Mike, is that actually Nick has really negative feelings towards normal boss, yeah. and he's actually using big boss to actually channel his negative feelings to normal boss, and then being a coward by playing the card that it's actually not me saying this, it's actually Big Boss saying this. Exactly. You know what I mean? So he's not owning his own feelings and his own disdain for normal boss. He's using Big Boss's negativity to express his own negativity and making Big Boss take the responsibility of the negativity to the normal boss. Yeah, man. I almost follow you there, man. I almost yeah. know what you're talking about. Um, I just sort of feel like, you know, maybe Nick... Um, oh, I've just had a thought about there's a new cowboy in the building. I wonder if they're cowboys. Well, they could be cowboys. Yeah. That but would you, explain why you're saying there's a new cowboy in the building. Well, the, but but to be fair, the only sort of scenario I can see cowboys being in the workplace would be some sort of rodeo sort of setup, perhaps. Rodeo, sure. Um, so, um, but yeah, I, I just think that Nick is, you know, taking advantage of the situation. Yeah. And, and, and using Big Boss to get at Normal Boss. Yeah. Well, both are not able to fire each other, and both have the ability to ruin Nick's career. How can I get out of this situation? Quit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Isn't yeah. that the easiest thing to do? I mean, you're in, a, you're in a situation, let's assume for argument's sake, that you're not the problem here. It's not a great place to work, mate. Uh, no. You've got cowboys coming and going. There's always new cowboys in there. There's people gossiping. Um, you've got to have a meeting um, to bag your boss. I'd love to know where you work because it makes no sense to me. Yeah. Um, so it just seems to me, you know, look, if it's getting too hard, quit. Well, you know, but the issue with that, of course, he may have a family, Nick. Oh. Um, you know, and, and, and the vibe that I'm getting from Nick now, now that I've really gone through it and my 
initial sugar rush from the uh, Red Bull has sort of worn away, mm. is that Nick is actually a really negative stirring bastard, as as you as you pointed out. And so I don't know that Nick, if he did quit his job, would actually end up getting another job because uh, because I would wonder if future employers would yeah. look at Nick and go, oh, you've got a real negative uh, vibe about you, mate. You seem like the sort of guy that will just start shit stirring in the workplace. And I don't know that he's he's a, a, an employable option, to be actually, honest. Actually, he seems like the kind of guy that could really pull the wool over a potential employer's um, Fair point. eyes, though. I, Fair I, point. I, I bet that Nick's the kind of guy that gives a great interview. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, these, yeah, good point. these bosses, they find themselves in a situation where they're trying to get rid of Nick and they can't. Yeah. Because you've got to go written warning, written warning, written warning. Uh, you know, uh, you've got to have a, you know, that thing where they have a conference and talk to each other and. A mediation. Uh, thank you very much. Yes. And you, you know, because if someone's a dickhead, you can't just fire them anymore. No. So, sorry, you're shit at your job. You've got to fuck off. Yes. You can't do that anymore. N- no, you can't. So, what you've actually got to do is you've got to, let's say, for example, Jace, that you're big boss and I'm normal boss. And yes. we're saying to each other, fuck, we've got to get rid of Nick, man. Yeah. And so, why don't we. Big boss, why don't you start going over to Nick and start going, oh, God, I hate normal, normal boss. boss. Yeah. And let's make this a really toxic environment for Nick. Yes. So he quits. Yeah, yeah. Well, that could be an option. Yeah. Um, but I know what you mean. He Nick's the sort of guy that pulls off a brilliant interview. Yeah. Um, and then within a week of him working at your workplace, you hate him. That's right. You know what I mean? You you just reach a point where you go, oh, my God, what have we done? And And, of course – when you think about it, uh, you know, with all, all the sort of protections that workers have now, uh, and of course there's that 90-day period, isn't there? Oh, yeah. It's the 90-day period, and you can't really you can't. fire anyone for 90 days. No. And so they're stuck with Nick for 90 yeah. days, basically. Yeah. Imagine if you got into a 90-day situation with someone you had a one-night stand with. Well, that's right. If you had to stay together for yeah. 90 days. Yeah. I mean, that would be... You had a terrible one-night stand, and they go, I'm sorry, you've got to give me 90 days. That's right. This could turn into a great relationship. You have to give this relationship a chance. I tell you what, your interviewing technique would become a lot more stringent. Stringent, thank yes. you. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, you'd you'd start. Oh well, maybe I won't have forty eight beers before I go on these uh, on these dalliances at the local nightclub. Yes, you know what I mean. Yeah, no, exactly what you mean. So yeah, I mean, I don't know, Nick. I just think you maybe. I mean, it's great that you're um, you've put so much work into your interviewing technique and you're really delivering there and you're able to get work. But maybe you need to put a bit more technique into the way you are around the office instead of going around and sitting on the edge of everybody's desk and going, "Oh, really." Yeah, he's, yeah, it feels like he's the yeah. kind of guy where you and I are having a chat. Yes, and then all of a sudden you hear over your shoulder, "No way!" And it's like, oh, it's fucking Nick again." Yeah, yeah, fucking Nick's having an eavesdrop. Or, or even worse than that is that you know you and I are having a conversation at the mm. desk there, and Nick will sort of sidle on over and sit on the edge of the desk and go. Jesus, bloody big boss is giving me assholes about normal boss. And then he includes you in that toxic yeah. sort of stew that he's created. Yeah. Or, or it just permeates like a virus through the office. You exactly. know what I mean? Exactly. Or you and I are doing a podcast and this email turns up. Yes. And it's like, oh, God, you're not going to believe what's happening at my work. Big boss has been mean to be about normal boss. Yeah, yeah. And it's starting to, I'm, I'm wondering about the logic and, and, and about how likely all of this is that. Normal boss, well, big boss wants you to have a meeting with normal boss so that you can you can tell normal boss how bad he is. I mean, it's sort of like you're making yourself seem more important than you really are. Yeah, yeah. 
Nick. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know, man. Um, but we need some uh, extra hands on the film set. I'm not having Nick on, on my film set. I'm struggling it as it, as it is, mate. I don't need that sort of toxic energy permeating through the crew. I think you'd fit right in. Do you think so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. you know, there's heaps of room for gossip and shit on a film set. Oh, I love Christ, it. isn't there? You know, well, I'll tell you what, Nick. Give Mike a call. Or no, message Mike and we'll see... If in the last five days of the shoot we can slot you in there, yeah, as a runner maybe, yeah, no, you well, see, we could he could be a runner that he, way. Well, never you be need on set. you need someone to run lines with. Yes, well, that's he could run my lines. <laughs> oh God, yeah, that would be great. So uh, Nick, but thank you, mate. We really appreciate you taking the time to write. Was what was quite frankly a very sort of elegant. It was. It was well, a we, very elegant letter. Look, what I love about that one, Jace, is it's not like any other question we've ever had. Um, you know. You sort of go on these, we get these questions coming in and all of a sudden every every email that's coming across my desk is about fucking circumcisions and yeah. and all sorts, <laughs> you know. We're trying to we're trying to sort of spread the net a bit wider. Yes, so if you've got anything totally. like, hey Nick, you might be toxic, but great email, mate. Thanks very much. Yeah, great stuff, Nick. Oh, we've got another relationship quick. What we need, Mike, is we need more pet chat. Oh Christ! We need please. more. Pop, we need more farm chat, pot plant yeah. chat, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Acting chat. I love a pet chat. Um, but here's another one. Hey, Are you right reading this, man? Yeah, it'll, I'll have to be. Okay. Uh, hey, Jason, Mike. Sorry to be of nuisance, but this question has been burning a hole in my conscience for some time. I would like to know if it's wrong of me to lie about my star sign on dating apps to try and score points with the ladies. Usually I see what sign they are in their bio, and I simply Google Google which sign is most sexually compatible with theirs. Is this wrong of me to do? I don't believe in astrology, so I don't think there's any real repercussions. But I'd like to know the ethics of it from your perspective. Cheers, fellas. That's from Jay Nass. I won't give the full name over the old Instagram. From who, sorry? Uh, well, it's J, and then it's dot N-A-S. I haven't – it's not on that bit of paper there that you're looking at. No, that's fine. Um, yeah, what a great question. How do, you I, feel, how do you feel about the star signs, James? I think it's a load of shit. Oh. Yeah, what about you? Well, I mean, let's be honest, it's a load of shit. What what um, what star sign are you, incidentally? Um, I'm a Pisces. No, that makes sense. Well, I'm actually a Libra. Oh, well, so am I. <laughs> Are you a Libra? I'm a Libra. Yeah, yeah, so am and, I. And I'll tell you why, why I say that, and that's because exactly that reason there. You know, in your younger days when you'd meet people, and it's always woman. It yes. is never a man. Yes. In my experience, maybe maybe gay men are into it. But in my experience, you know, you get women saying to you, so what star sign are you? And yes. then you tell them, and they do exactly what you just did. And you go, ah, I knew it. I knew it. Yes. So I would just lie. And like I just did then. Yep. And then they go, I knew it. And then I'd say, no, well, I'm actually a Libra. And they go, oh. And then they'd take their drink away yeah. from me. Um, even though I trapped them pretty good. I got them pretty good with that trick. You know what I mean? Yes, but it yes. is. I mean, it feels like it's. It feels like we've got every human being on earth has got all the key traits of all the star signs. Yes. And if you are a Libra, you go, well, I'm quite balanced. You know, I'm quite, you know. You probably know more of the traits of a Libra than I do. Yes, well, we, we, it's all about balance for Libra. Right. Charming and artistic. Is oh, well, the, there you, you go. Know, Librans tend to be quite charming. Right. Um, but then there's also an infinite amount of charming Sagittarians or, or Aries. Arians. Yeah, or oh, Tauruses. That's weird. Well, we said that one. Yeah, yeah, isn't it? Um, or Pisces or Scorpios. <laughs> yeah. 
you know, isn't it funny though when you think? I mean, I, whenever I think of Scorpios, I just think of a guy wearing a massive medallion. Oh, do you? Yeah, with well, like an of... with like an open neck shirt and right. a massive medallion. That for me says Scorpio. Ah, I but just it, think of scorpions. But it's interesting because you're right, and I think it's true. I I don't think I've ever had a guy come up to me and say, "What star sign are you, Jace?" Yeah, um, but I've had plenty of women say that to me. Yeah, um, and maybe it's because. Women are more interested in the ethereal yeah. aspects. They're of, living in a fucking dreamland. Well, you know, a more ethereal sort of idea, whereas men aren't interested in that sort of shit at all. And essentially, what you're saying is that there's basically twelve types of star signs and uh, twelve types of people in the world, and that's it. Yeah. Well, what I'm saying is actually there's every single person is can be creative, can be balanced, can be jealous, can be hot-headed, all of those things. But as soon as you say oh, well, you're a Libra, and you go, oh, and you focus on those traits of your own personality. But you've also got all the other ones as well. You know, they also, um, women like to get those monthly ones done. You know, quite long. They're on they're on the interweb, and it's quite long going through yes. your work and all this sort of – although my, uh, my wife had her palm read when she was in India. Yes. And this is going to be a real struggle for me to remember what happened, but I'm going to plough ahead. And um, this fella uh, read her palm, and he said, um, she was 26 at the time, she, he said, you are going to start, your, within the next 12 months, you are going to um, start your dream job, you are going to meet the man that you marry, and you, you're, within three years, whatever it was, your first, you'll have your first child, yes. and it will be a boy. Uh, she started a dream job. Yes. We met. Yes. And got married. Yes. Um, and then she got pregnant. Yeah. It was a fucking girl. Yeah. You know, these so guys it's a are load so of full shit. of shit. It's man. a load of shit, you know isn't what it? I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I that mean, was pretty out of it up until our, our beautiful daughter was, was born. And yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, and we were, and as a result of this, actually, we were sure we were going to have a boy. Yeah. Because all this other stuff, and there was a couple of other things, and it was pretty out of it. Um, but then. You know, I bet that guy says the, exactly the same thing to a thousand people over the course of a year. It's going to be right at some point. Yeah, exactly. It's like psychics. You know, they they latch psychics on, like Robin. No, not no, like psychics. Oh, yeah. Um, and you know, they they do basic generalizations, and mm. people just fit in. You know, they go, oh yeah, no, that's me. Yeah. Um, you know, and. Because we're so desperate to want to know what's going to happen in many respects. That's you know, right. and, and people read the star signs, you know, and you're going to find your, you know, it's a, it's a great period for finding your one true love. That's Make right. sure you're open and receptive to blah, blah, That's blah. Right. People love that sort yeah. of shit. The moon is in the third phase as it passes through Jupiter. Put all of your money into plutonium. Yes, that sort of shit. You yeah. know, it's um, it's uh, you know, if you want to latch on to, I guess it's relatively harmless, but it's also one of those things. I remember, um, you know, probably twenty, thirty years ago, you used to be able to ring up those tarot lines. Oh yeah, you what know, was that like one nine hundred? Yeah, 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 one nine hundred. It's like I can see your bank balance is gradually depleting, and yes. then you get your bank statement. <laughs> it's like holy fuck, I'm three hundred bucks down. She knew her stuff, man. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, so I guess as far as it goes with old mate here, um, is it wrong of you to lie about your star sign on dating apps to try and score points? Look, it'd be wrong if you didn't. Yeah, I mean, who? I mean, I, I, I've never been on a dating app, so I, I, I'm not familiar with them. But right. my 
my perception is, yes, my idea of them is, is that people bullshit like crazy because you know I you hear horrific stories of people posting photos of a you know great looking guy with pecs and abs, yeah, and then this you know fifty year old slob with a with a massive gut turns up and you're going, oh, you look like. You don't look like anything like your photo. No, but you know what I mean? But oh, yeah, that was 20 years ago. Yeah, but you're here, so I get it out. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today. Um, so, I mean, for me, it just seems like it's part of the course to talk utter shit and lie continuously. Agreed. Um, so I, I don't see any problem with you. No, lying. I mean, and I think, you know. He might have to invent a new birthday, though. Well, what he's doing is um, usually I see what star sign they are in their bio, and I simply Google which sign is most sexually compatible with theirs. Yes, I mean, I you know, I, I think you got to give the guy points uh, because he's doing his research. Yeah, um, you know, and and actually, what you're going to do is you'll actually be increasing your knowledge of astrology at the same time. Yes, um, and who knows, you might turn into a loon as well. Yeah, you know that'd be cool. Um, you you have a dream catcher at your window. Um, you start dressing in velvet. <laughs> You'll start wearing massive medallions and open neck <laughs> shirts with your huge chest. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, but but in terms of what we were saying, no, I don't have an issue with him lying at all. No, uh, I think it's part of the course. It is. I mean, those. Um, I, all, you know, having said that, they are apps for rooters, is, is is what it seems like to me. But I've had one of my very good friends. Um, got married. Yes. Um, from the fit. Well, he said it was the first person he matched with uh, on Tinder. He might be saying that for uh, for effect. Um, but yeah, they got married. They got a couple of kids now. And, yep. and you know, and they're they're miserable, which is great. You know, so you can find it. You can you can find that person anywhere. There's, even. And there's absolutely um, no problem, I believe, starting your relationship off. With the foundation of lies. Oh no! Um, because as as we've mentioned in the past, you know, um, you and I, um, we lied our asses off. Yeah. And we ruined our wives' lives yeah. by you know, and we entrapped them. Yeah. Um, you know, they. My wife was going overseas. Your wife was going overseas. Yep. You know, and then they got pregnant, and that just shattered their dreams. But yeah. in terms of like, you know, and that's that's the beautiful thing about a long term relationship is the discovery of all the lies that have been told. That's right. You know what I mean? That's right. That's how you bond and become close. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you told me you were an only child. Oh. Oh, did I? Huh. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I can't, you know, I've got nine brothers. Yeah. Um, and they've all got their hands out. You told me you've never been married. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Well, you've had four wives. Yeah. Oh, oh did I? Oh, oh did, did I'm I, sure I Did I say it. that? You know what you like. You never listen. You never you told, listen, and that's the problem in this relationship is you don't listen. You told me you weren't six figures. You've yeah. been, you haven't had a job since I've known you. Yeah. You've been on the benefit for five years, Jake. Well, over the course of the last ten years, I've earned six figures. Yes. Yeah, which is pretty good. 
Yeah, those sort of things. No, but I, I think yeah, you fill your boot, you fill your boots, mate. And if you if you're starting to feel a twinge of of guilt, just push that to the side. Absolutely, uh, because it's totally normal, man. Um, you know, just just lie. Because the thing about it is, you can tell you can tell the truth if you want. Sure, you know, you know if you must. But but what your perception of each other in those initial months and even years isn't accurate anyway. You're projecting what you want the other person to be, and it's only over the period of years and the monotony of everyday life that yes. our true selves are, really, are revealed to each other. Indeed. And hopefully it's something you can live with. Yeah, totally. But it probably won't be. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, but, yeah, in terms of ethics, I think you're perfectly within your rights to lie your ass off. Yeah. Thanks. And as I say, you know, as I say, I think it's a great thing that, that as your relationship develops, you know, you start off with that foundation of lies and slowly and surely those lies are revealed over the years yeah. as you form a family together, buy a home together, you know, go on holidays together, just little bit by little bit, just little precious moments where you learn those lies yeah. and you feel that bond and you feel closer because you're finding out more about the person. I mean, you're finding out that they're lying, yeah. but you're still finding out something. That's right. You? You're it's finding not... out more and more that you made a terrible, terrible mistake. Exactly. You know. Exactly. Uh, and it may get to the point where you lie to one of these people about what your star sign is, and then that relationship becomes serious, and then you're going to actually have to, as you alluded to earlier, Jace, invent an entirely new birthday for yourself yes. just so that that lie is not uncovered, and you have to throw more and more lies on top of the one lie yes. so that the initial lie is not uncovered. The next thing you know, she's spotting your passport when you're, you know, you're over in Sri Lanka on the beaches there and she's asking herself, is this guy a fucking psycho or what? Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's the excitement of a new relationship, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Discovering new things about each other. I Look, I couldn't agree more. So thanks, Sam. Um what was this? What was that? It was J something, was uh, it? Hang on a minute. It was uh, J Ness. J Ness. Rhymes with A Ness. J Ness. Thanks so much uh, for taking the time to send that in to us, mate. And I hope that we've made you feel better about the despicable behaviour that you've been displaying, obviously, in this scenario. And I just want to put it out there uh, to the listeners again. Please remember, we're not just about relationships. You know, uh, acting chat, work chat, cooking chat. Uh, lawn mowing chat, mm-hmm. uh, farmer chat, uh, pet chat, anything you want, anything under the sun, Mike and I will give you our absolute guarantee we'll cover it off. Thank you. Uh, and so from Mike and myself, you take care out there. Hopefully uh, by this time next week we'll be perilously close to finishing our project, uh, but we really appreciate you taking the time to listen to us. Till next time, see ya. Kakite. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.